Welcome to the Next Level Leaders Podcast with me, Dr. Joseph Walker. This podcast is designed to offer strategies in moving vision to reality. Leaders can expect to be mentored, inspired, and challenged to succeed at the next level. So prepare to be exposed, empowered, and equipped for excellence. Thank you for connecting and allowing this space to become an opportunity for growth and collaborative learning. Now, let's go on this journey together and spark the change we wish to see in ourselves, our teams, and the world. Hi, I'm Dr. Joseph Juan Walker III, and thank you so much for tuning in to Next Level Leader Podcast. This is the place where we attempt to inspire and encourage you. We're so grateful for all of you that are subscribed to this, who are listening all around the world. And again, as always, I ask you to share this with as many people as you can. It is our desire to reach over a million people, and we are going to do just that with your help. Leaders do reach like that. We believe it. And I want you to follow me at Joseph Walker 3. I would love to connect with you and uh, just be, you know, in partnership with you and you with me. You're sharing some things that we're going to be doing soon, lately, and I want you to be a part of it. It's going to be amazing. Some opportunities we'll be sharing and you can be a part of it. So I want you to also know that uh, we are grateful for the new folks who are on today. We don't take it for granted. So welcome. This is your first time listening in to Next Level Leader. Thank you. Somebody told you about it. And we truly appreciate it. So follow me on Instagram, Joseph Walker, the number three, Joseph Walker three. I would love to connect with you. Today's topic is one that each person listening to me has dealt with. I've had this feeling, and I know I have, this idea of one day just wanting to throw your hands up and say, I'm done. I want to talk about how do you resist the urge to quit? As a leader, <laughs> you can't tell me you're a leader. And you have a contemplated at one time in your life resignation. Leadership is tough work. The grind, the expectations. As I talk about in my book, Leadership and Loneliness, Living in the Fishbowl. You know, your life is ripe for public consumption. Dealing with all the pressures, responsibilities. It can weigh on even the best of us. Every single person who has ever been called into leadership has had a moment where you felt like you were done. All throughout the Bible, we have experiences like this. Moments when people were trying to get out of a thing or just said it's too much. And if it were not for the grace of God, the will of God being manifested in our lives, some of us would have given up by now. But I want to talk to somebody right now who is contemplating, or you have a friend who's contemplating giving up. I want to give this one today for them because every leader needs to understand how valuable you are. And you've got something that the whole world needs. And let's talk about that. Because if I'm going to resist this urge to quit, which is very real urge, you know, I have got to be clear on my cause. My cause is the purpose by which I wake up every single moment, every single day. There's a cause to my life. What's my cause? What's my calling? What's my purpose? What's my yes? There is something that I'm very clear on in my life that I have a cause. There's a cause that I'm trying to advocate for. There's something I'm trying to do. And when I'm clear on that, it helps me. It helps me put a lot in perspective, right? Because I begin to realize that this amazing cause on my life is the real reason why the enemy is attacking me. The enemy isn't attacking you just to be attacking you. He's attacking you because you have a cause you're trying to impact. There is something amazing you're trying to do, something you're trying to 
elevate, something you're trying to, to mitigate. It's something you're trying to do that is moving into the enemy's territory, and you've got to recognize that. That that whole spirit to quit, that urgency you feel to just say, I'm done, is demonic. And you have to realize, if I'm clear on my calls, if I'm clear on my assignment, I'm clear on my purpose, then here's the second thing. I don't personalize the persecution. Persecution is going to come. It is inevitable. <laughs> Bible says, man born of woman is a few days, and those days are full of trouble. The apostle Paul says, when I would do good, evil is on every hand. So these things occur. These things are going to happen, but I cannot personalize them because I must realize it's bigger than me. Devil is never attacking you as a leader. He's attacking what you're trying to accomplish. What you're trying to accomplish is the real threat. And so to attack you is to make you surrender so the thing will never come to fruition. That's why you can't personalize how they're treating you on your job or how people are reacting to you in the city because what's inside of you, what's manifesting, what's going to happen is intimidating to the enemy. And you've got to realize this because what will happen is in your mind, your mind will start going into places where maybe I'll never be accepted. Maybe, you know, I should quit. Maybe it's better to just let them have it and just be done with it. I don't have to deal with all this. Let me tell you, here's the third thing. Cast down imaginations. The Bible says that we should cast down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of Christ, taking those thoughts into captivity. See, these imaginations, these imaginations are what leads to our contemplations because we are imagining, you know, things that don't exist. We're thinking that everybody's against us because a, a few people have come together and aligned themselves against us. We're thinking it's worse than what it really is. And Satan will put a spirit of fear in you and make you say, oh boy, the people will feel this way or, you know, the people don't like you or they, they feel this way about you. And, you know, you're dealing with they and them and you never know who it is because that's how the enemy embellishes the attack. You have got to get to that place in your life. Listen, that you cast down these imaginations, these, these thoughts, these images in your head that are being planted by the enemy. Cast them down. Take authority over them. As a leader, you cannot be moved by what you see. Not as a leader like this. you got to be moved by what you know. And here's the deal. Remember, there are always more for you than there are against you. My mother told me this some years ago. I was going through a situation that was so tough. And she, my mother says, son, there's always more for you than against you. But sometimes when you're just focused on what's happening to you, you forget about how amazing God really is. You just focus on all the things that are happening to you and what people are saying. And, you know, you get so consumed with all of that that you lose sight of the real blessing and the support system that you really have. Because you're not feeding that support system. You're just feeding the negativity. You're giving more attention and time to the negativity. I want to encourage you and tell you, there are more for you than there are against you. You got to build an alignment, allegiance with people who love you, who support you. And just, you know, you got to divest yourself from these people who want to see you fail or who, who are, you know, trying to see you on the edge without achieving what God has called you to achieve. Listen carefully. Change always brings conflict. You know, <laughs> I wrote my dissertation. A part of it was about how change impacts people who were a part of the organization before the change occurred. And sometimes when you think about it from this perspective, think about a church. Think about the original congregate before the leader comes. 
There are people that were there, had their own mindset, their own way of doing things. Here comes a new leader. He or she brings about change. That change creates anxiety for the people who were there because they begin to question, one, their significance. Will I even matter anymore? Does my opinion matter? Because they've always had a buy-in to the things that have happened, and yet here's a new leader coming with a new team, new ideas, and that person's disillusioned and just looking at it as if though it doesn't make sense to them. Do you understand that now? You see, that's why it's so important to know that change brings conflict. It is natural. When your clothes get washed, it's friction. <laughs> it is important to know you will never change an organization. You will never change without some level of conflict. Even when the temperature changes, when you go from hot to cold, there's always a, a storm, right? Because cold air hits hot air and it creates a thunderstorm in the atmosphere. You must be ready for the thunderstorms that will occur whenever you're trying to change an organization. Because changing an organization is about changing mindsets, methodologies, and all those things. And when you attempt to do that, man, it is a lot. It is a lot. But I want you to understand very, very clearly, it is not an impossibility. It is not an impossibility. And that's why I've always said, find common ground with those who oppose you. Now, I went to Mount Zion Church in Nashville. There were people that opposed the vision. Oh, my goodness. But I had to take those people out to lunch. Sometimes we go to breakfast. We talk it out. Yeah, I'd understand their side, their point of view very clearly. They would understand mine. And we find a point of common ground to work that, you know, may not agree with everything, but here's a space where we can really work together. And I just believe that that's what a real leader has to do. A next level leader is always looking for compromise, looking for a place of common ground versus just throwing the baby out with the bathwater. Sometimes we're so punitive. We're so just, you know, incredibly, you know, final with our approaches that it's, you know, our way or no way. As a real next level leader, you have to be open to new ideas to find common ground so that you guys can work together, even though you don't agree with everything that person's saying or doing. Here's the other thing. Don't doubt your preparation for this moment. Listen to me carefully. Every experience you've gone through, yes, the formal training, yes, yes, the apprenticeship, mentorship, all of that matters. But the experiences that God has allowed you to go through, those things have been preparatory. They have been in place and they've been there to make you better. These experiences are necessary. And rather than lament all the things you've gone through, look over your life and say, you know what, God, thank you. Thank you for that tough season. Thank you for that season when I had, you know, difficult people to work with. Thank you for that season when, you know, relationships fell apart because it was all preparation for the moment that you're in right now. You've been through too much to quit. The way to fight this urge is to absolutely understand that there is something extraordinary at work in your life. There is a cause. To resist this is to say, my cause is greater than this conflict. To also understand that no matter what's coming at me, I will not personalize this persecution. It's not about me. It's about what I represent. It's about what God is going to do through me. And that's why the enemy is so nervous. It's also casting down imaginations. What could happen? What might happen? 
All of that stuff makes no sense at all. It's just imaginations. And you've got to get to a place that they're always more for you than they are against you. Remember that. When people come to you and make you feel like, oh, it's so many people feeling a certain way, remember, hear this well, there's always more for you than they are against you. And listen, don't let that schedule control you. Don't you let that schedule control you. Take your vacation. Get your time in. Take care of the asset. Take care of you. Because if you don't take care of you, nobody else is going to do it as well. And I want you to know something. There's a set of values that you have. Those values are significant. They are important. Hold true to that. That's what made you who you are. Don't change because of the pressure of outside culture. Keep your value. Yes, change your marketing strategy. Change your image if you have to, but don't change the core value of who you are. It is incredibly important that you grow. It's incredibly important that you resist this urge to quit because it's going to happen. Trust me, it is going to happen. But you've got to make certain. Listen, don't change who you are in the process, but you've got to realize that change is going to bring that conflict, find that common ground, and make sure. And the reason why I'm bringing up these values and making sure you stay who you are, because I want you to hear it. You have got to get to a place in your life that you begin to realize, I've come through too much <laughs> to quit now. I'm so far out here that going back is not an option. And I'm so close to everything that God said he was going to do that quitting is not even a viable option. Ladies and gentlemen, listen to me. This is an important thing. We've talked about so much balance, taking care of yourself as you grow, merging these together to help you understand how to deal with these imaginations, how to know who's for you, how to understand that to personalize these attacks, but how to get to a place in your life where you realize it's okay. It's okay to stop, reflect, build yourself back up. The reason I did these together one week after the next because I wanted you to see the correlation. If you don't have a lot of balance in your life, you're going to quit. I'm at a point in my life that quitting is just not going to happen. I've got too much invested in it. I'm keeping on. And no matter how tough it gets, I'm going on. That's the kind of leader you are, right? That's the kind of leader that's inside of you. Not a quitter, but a leader. <sighs> I want you to remember that as you're at work, as you're going to work, class, or what have you. There's a winner inside of you that will not quit, that will not walk away from the assignment, the cause that's on their life. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Next Level Leader podcast is for you. Sometimes we just go down this road of ministry. I just want to encourage somebody that whatever you're dealing with, trouble doesn't last always. I want you to remember as a leader that you're leading by example and that God has something amazing in store for you if you just continue to trust, you continue to pull forward. What's ahead of you, listen, is better than what's been. That I do know.
So what I hope is that you will stay connected with me. If you're not connected on Instagram, what's, what's up? Let's make it happen. Joseph Walker 3. And Joseph Walker, the number three. Please follow me there. Let's stay connected. Let me know. You were listening, and I hope this has blessed you, your business, your family. Ladies and gentlemen, all of us have to resist the urge to quit. But I believe with these strategies in place, nothing will be able to stop you now. Thank you for tuning in. I pray God speed upon you. May he bless you. May he keep you. That's my prayer. Until next time, you be blessed. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. I want you to subscribe at iTunes, cpnshows.com, or whatever podcasts are downloaded. I also want you to follow me on Instagram at josephwalker3. I look forward to connecting.